0: You'd base Thomas, and I came to the conclusion I have to ask myself is it venerate or generate? You're listening to Street for Bringin'.
1: An interesting statement, Ruvane. I have no idea what you're talking about, so please elaborate.
0: I'm glad you asked. I, I was pondering the story of basically a hundred years ago. Right? It's almost a hundred years. 1927. And yeah, I know it's
1: 1922, but it's 2022. I'm oh, no, sorry,
0: 2022. <laughs> <laughs> we had too much lechaim. So, and I'm pondering this story, and I'm thinking to myself, what does the average like 19 year old guy or girl think about this grand holiday called Yud-based, Yud Beis uh, Yud Gimel Is when when when. Uh, I was a bacher, and the rebbe would make a and It was like huge, huge. So it was like huge Shvat. you know. And now you have Gimel Thomas, and everyone goes camps out at the, at the cemetery, and it's just like this new hangout place. And um, you know, like Yud base Yud Gimel Thomas doesn't seem to be a big shturim, you know. So whatever we put up, either there was chats about the history of it and how the rebbe was the Friediker was beat up, and it was this and it was that, and all that is good, but. And this is what I came down to, is that just like every other relationship context with the Rebbe today, with Hasidus today, with Lubavitch, comes down to, do you venerate or do you generate? Venerate means m'shabeach. You praise, you you give compliments, it's PR, it's marketing lingo in a spiritual thing so you so i'll give you i'll be, I'll be very specific please is what you learn what i learn well, let's talk to you there's, there's a you learn there's one man with a long beard who's a rebbe and he could bring down this communist stalinist regime and that's the story And it's amazing what he went through. And he's someone asked me today, is it did he live in Gallus when he was in prison, or did he live in Kuula when he was in prison? And we can talk all about the Frida Kareba. That's called veneration. Or I ask myself, what am I gonna generate?
1: What are you gonna generate as a result? Of Yud base Thomas? Is that what you're saying? Or what are you gonna generate just in general?
0: No, no, no. Out of, obviously out of Yud Based Thomas.
1: Meaning the Frieda Kareba is going to inspire you.
0: No, no, the generate... Frieda is not gonna do anything.
1: So elaborate. Elaborate what you mean? Like what what is supposed to be generated as a result of the story? Well that's
0: because... what I'm that's what I'm asking you now. What do you what do you walk away with after two days of pondering? Or living, or not, e- or, or deferring from Yud base Yud Gimel What do you learn from? What do you take from it? I, I, I. The street for brain. This is what I think a for as is, is: that when you go into the base measures, the rabbi gets up and gives a nice drasha and gives, no, excuse me, not a drasha. He gives an explanation in the base medrash on a mimer and so on and so forth and then he's really, really, really sweet explanation. Like, it's really cool. I mean, this guy's smart and it makes sense to me now. And, you know, like, I like to say, Zachariah, and then you walk out of the shir and you say, where's the sushi? Please pass it. So, I'm, that's 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 learning la veneration we're venerating the sechel that we have. But do you walk into that shear? Do I walk into that sheer? Do I sit in front of that mimer and say, my goal is to make a change when I get out of here? And this mimer is a tool in which I am going to be able to do it.
1: That's beautiful. That's beautifully said. And we've uh I mean, really, you're supposed to do that, obviously, with every story, with every Chag, with every story of, a, of, a, of the Rebbe of, of uh, you know, uh, Chassidim that the Rebbe, you know, mentioned in for brain ends, et cetera, et cetera. Let's just get into yud based thomas of how I see this. So I happen to, I think, I, I mean, I did mention when we were talking about the pictorial imagination that... One of my favorite stories to go back to over and over and over again is the Frida Kareba's experience in the jail. And why I go back to it, besides the fact that like I picture being there and I picture the experience, is that it actually shows on a very key characteristic of what a Jew is in the world. Because in that scenario that happened to the Frida Kareba, the world or his environment obviously was completely Klippa and was completely against him. But what did he do? And when he got to the jail originally says when he was sitting on the bench, when he turned into a a wrong, when he made a wrong turn and he was in a peaceful hallway and he was sitting on a bench, he made a declaration, uh, you know, whatever you want to call it for himself. And said to himself, I'm not going to give them an inch. I'm going to stand strong. I'm going to answer everything truthfully. And I'm not going to let them bend me at all. And as we know from the story, the the whole story progresses to the point where the same guards that were punishing him and torturing him were the ones that actually ended up giving him back his and ended up actually giving him his collas from his house, ended up, you know coming back you know after Shabbos in order to be able to take his picture and what that shows on um, is for you that the world doesn't necessarily need to uh confirm what reality actually is you tell the world what reality is and then the world changes
0: okay that's that's clear so that is that what you're gonna take out with pro- take with yourself on good your base you know, you yeah, I, I think I am. Yeah, yeah, I'm.
1: I'm going to take that in in a deeper level that I have to. I have to can stop.
0: You, can you share with me one of the less deeper levels you did that at?
1: Well, no, I'm going to just go <laughs> further into that idea, which is that uh, subconsciously my expectation is that I need the world to confirm who. I'm, I'm sorry that I need. I need the world to confirm what is true, and then I'll change versus that i am going to change and then the world is going to change as a result of me and that type of empowerment is something that i mean i struggle with i'm assuming a lot of people struggle with
0: i think i think you're you're sending out a little bit of a wrong injection into the what you just said. Oh,
1: please,
0: share. Does the Friedrich Rebbe write in, I'm assuming in the Quote de Boire what you're talking about, does he Does he write that he decided that he's going to do this and the world will then change?
1: Um, you're saying, did he have the expectation that the world should change? I, I didn't ask
0: you his expectation because you can't answer. Yeah, you, of I, course. I asked well, you, does he, he it. write it?
1: Um, I guess not.
0: Right so I don't think that's correct. Well, I think what's correct when I say correct I'm saying what's the ultimate level is I'm going to be me and I'm going to do what I am because of who I uh, of me whether the world changes or not he was willing to die. Okay so it wasn't that I need to do it to save me because if you're going to do it if you're going to say he did it with the expectation to be saved then you're still stuck in this world pattern, but you're kind of like, you know, there's a wild horse and I'm gonna to try to put a, no, no, a, a you're right. bit in its mouth.
1: No, you're totally right, you're totally right. And and I should, and and let me, let me clarify yeah. that point because you're absolutely right. The world will change, but not because that's your expectation for right. it too. So
0: that's what I mean when I say, is it venerate or generate? Because when you say, let's say I go into a situation Let's leave the Frida to the Frida So I go into a situation that's challenging. And I say to myself, okay, this is a challenging situation. I am going to be steadfast. I'm going to do my thing. I'm going to walk through fire. And it's going to be amazing. Or is like the, the, what, in your hometown what they have that beautiful store? Thank you, Hashem. Thank you, Hashem. Right? We're gonna, I'm going to say thank you, Hashem, because I walk through fire just like Avraham and I am going to be saved. Okay, that's still venerate. Maybe the, dia, the the target changes. Maybe I become the venerate. <laughs> Maybe the it's a trick. I mean, I'm not saying that's wrong, but I'm saying the ultimate level is I am who I am. Now, that's so difficult to get to. But I will tell you, Zachariah, that from my observation, in the last decades, (laughs) oh my God, in the last decades, (laughs) that we've moved from, veneration doesn't work anymore, at all. People are still doing it, but it doesn't work. And I'm going to explain to you in a second what I mean by proofs of that, but we are looking to generate. And in order to generate, you've got to know your core. And if you don't know your core, you're basically a cheerleader, which is veneration. And, you know, one man's, you know, one guy cheerleads for the Dallas Cowboys and the other guy cheerleads for the Denver Broncos. Get it right, okay. So you could be venerating on your level. Your kids may not relate to that. Okay, so you didn't give them the ability, the window to be able to, or the powerhouse to be able to generate because they're not necessarily going to follow you. So I ask you to think about it. Like, let's, let's you and I talk about it. what's, what are we v- venerating as opposed to generating? And, you know, another way of saying it is, are you, Responding or are you reacting, right? Reacting would be venerating, so to speak, and generating is I'm responding. I'm coming from a from a, my core position, and a lot of people would say they don't even know what their core position is. I get that. So there's your deep dive. There's your rabbit hole. What am I? Who am I? And what's my core? What's my rock bottom? And I think that there's so much fluff and so much PR and so much veneration, and a lot of it in, in the world today, I'm talking about in the Jewish world, I'm talking about in the Chabad world, is self-veneration. It's, you know, you're venerating your own your own story and therefore people are like scratching their heads, so to speak, and saying, I don't know where I fit in and all that.
1: Well, t- talk about that self-veneration, because that's a very interesting idea. I mean, you, you hear a lot in the self-help world about, you know, changing your story, changing your state, or, you know, there's obviously a lot of different ways of describing the same line. Um, is that what you mean? Is that people get caught up in their story, even if they're trying to improve it, but they get so caught up in their their fight and their journey and their, you know, experience uh, that they... Forget that. The whole point of that is in order to reveal their core, or, or what? What do you mean by that? I just I like that well, idea.
0: I'll say it like this: you're, you're, You gave the example itself of do I change my story? Which obviously you have to. We all have stories in our head. You know, stories are doubts. Your voice of doubt. Your voice of. I'm no good. I'm not worthy. All the good self help stuff. A Malik. a Malik is that his story. You right? basically silence him, but you're changing the silence is also changing the story. But you know what? You're really not going to change the story until you take ownership that you're the one who's gonna change the story. So I'm saying to you that we we all know about a malek. So we all and we all know what. We're supposed to be thinking about what we're not allowed to be thinking about. Okay, so we go and we say, <laughs> we get together, you know, you know how when I think about this, we get together and say, we have to be this way, you know, and I, or you once said to me on this podcast about no one's, the guy doesn't, at the front of the room, doesn't ask his for bringing constituents, why aren't you doing Rambam? He's just telling them they have to do Rambam. So you have to do Rambam is a subtle veneration. There's a great Rebbe, which he is, of course, and he told us to do a great thing, which of course is Rambam, and I'll, tell you, I'll say venerate even more. All the brachas come from, the, from doing chitas. We spoke about that. I struggle with that. The question is, is who am I in all of this? And I think that's the story of the Freelike Rebbe, and I will tell you, of Thomas, I'll tell you even more. It segues into the Rebbe in Tav Yud. How so? the Rebbe's first message we are going to bring Mashiach that's our Tafki what again I've said it before five years before Jews were still smoking in the ovens and half the people in the room in front of the Rebbe had numbers on them I can get, and we—they may have said like we say today, we need mashiach so badly. Oh my god! Right. Well, they needed it more, lechura, back then than we do today, um, because they didn't have sushi, and <laughs> and the rebbe says that
1: based on what?
0: Not veneration, and that's what a rebbe is. It touches your core. It makes you feel who you are, not what you and. It's not. It's even beyond what you could do. It's the doer that's going to do it. Is it me or is it not me? Now, a lot of us don't feel that when it comes to anything, actually. <laughs> you know, and this is another another. I was at a vibranium last night, and there was two uh, youngins at the verbrengen. and they had absolutely no. Words, emotions, ideas to connect why they should be doing anything other than they have to. And they've been told and brought up that way. (laughs) And it had nothing to do with their life. Life moves when they were going to go and do their next Amazon business. That was life. And I don't even know for most Amazon people whether well, even that's life. But you do what you have to do. That's not. That's veneration. You, at the end of the day, you say, wow, I was great. I did what I have to do. That's how you want to live a life.
1: So veneration, the self-veneration you're saying is anything that you're doing for ulterior motive outside of your core?
0: Right. Now, everything. And it's like, it's like, you know, it reminds me of this. Chabad is famous for saying we're not working on Torah and Mitzvahs in order to get Olam haba. We're here for Dira B'tachtonim. So some guy once said to me, actually recently said, so you guys don't believe in Olam Abba? I said, I didn't say that. That's like saying, you know, if I go on a diet and lose 40 pounds, I will be healthier. And the guy goes, "Uh, you don't believe in looking good? Yeah, of course I'll look better, but that's not what I'm doing it for. So so, uh, you're going to get Venerable, venerable um, outcomes, but what's the geometry here? Yeah.
1: No, I, I I resonate a lot with this because, again, like you were saying, even with the Olam Haba versus you know Dera you know if you're able to play the game or work the system, and this is something that I struggle with a lot, which is you you go into a Scenario of uh, wanting to do a segula <laughs> to get your um, desired outcome, and you know, at at a certain point, <laughs> you stop and you say, "Well, you know, I'm trying to work the system. I'm trying to play a game. I'm trying to whatever it is. This has nothing to do with my core. This has nothing to do with. Uh, I mean, you hope that it's with Hashem's will, but and and then and then people will we'll kind of prop up, and, and I've heard this because this, well, I've discussed this with people before, you know, what's uh, chocolate but Zion good? You know, what's these ideas that if, you're, if you have a desire and you really want that desire to happen and you think good and you, you know, do everything that it says according, you're going to get it. It's going to be yours. And in my head, that is very dangerously close and difficult for me to separate between that and then just try, then just uh, bypassing the system in order to get what I want and not actually doing the work to reveal my core.
0: Well, first of all, the example you use is is interesting to me. It's interesting to me because I don't think you're gonna be able to track the good time good if you're not in touch with your core.
1: <laughs> well, but th- that's the answer. But what I'm saying is when people talk about positive thinking, especially in the in the not from world, again, it's not core related. It's about your desires. It's about manifesting. It's about things that are, you know, maybe not according to God's will.
0: Okay, so let's 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 bring it a little bit more to home plate.
1: That's really home for me.
0: Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna make the diamond. Is it a diamond? The home plate? What's it look like? I forget. I haven't been on home plate in a long time. <laughs> Anyways, I'm gonna, let's give it a little bit of contour. Um, something that I, I, I know we've spoken about, but I don't think we can let go of it. And that is, wh- when I say core, you know, we're not talking about going, digging for a mine and looking for gold nuggets or something. What does it mean core? What's my, what's the source of what compels me and i've noticed that there's not much that really compels me what i do may be in reaction to but it, i'm not stepping forward because i'm compelled you know some people call it finding your why other people call it your purpose but there is a there is a very distinctive Obvious feeling when you're operating out of what you want, what your ratzon and nefesh is, and I mean, I can we can go into Chassidus that speaks about it. I mean, if you look at for those people who learn some the first eight or nine mimers are about ratzon and oinig, and ratzon is what we're talking about here. And it's and he the discussion that Rashab is going through is which is the etzem oynig or ratzon. And in the end, he says they're both Ets but that's a whole other discussion. But the point is, is that that's what you are. That's who you are. That's what I mean by generate. So even if you don't feel yet that you're holding there, that's got to be your objective. And I find the very fact that somebody, which is most of us, is going to pass through another yud-based tamas, another three weeks another Elul, the Frida Kareva writes about this, and another Rosh Hashanah, and Yom Kippur, and Sukkot, and come out the same way he went in, and had no objective to begin with, says the Frida Kareva, in the Kutai Deborah, he just is, he's saying the Tehillim, and he gets up in the morning, but there's no objective why he's doing it. It's lame. And it goes, and that's not core. So, you know, somebody asked me, I'll give an example. Somebody at, told me that they thought that when Armavinu went off, his original going off in how did he think about the challenges that came up? if he would have thought about the challenges that would come up before he left, this was what he was telling me, then maybe he wouldn't have gone. So I said to him, I want to know what he thought about them while he was there, going through them. Do you think he saw them as a test? Well, he said, they're called Nesioinus. I said, so the Hasidus says in the Soyuz it's also called a Nes, a flag. Running it up the flagpole, where you 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 transcend nature, which is like the Frida Reb in jail, right? Um, that's not a test. That's an opportunity. That's a nace. That's a, a a moment to lift up. Now, if you are not in touch with who you are, like the Friedlander Reb then you probably look at it as a test and you say, oh my God, you know. So I, I, I'm fond of what I once heard from a, in a different source that asks, what does life look like if you call it a test? A lot of people believe life is a test. And if you win the test, you, can, you get your prize at the end. And even if you don't get the prize. And somebody else sees it as an opening flower. Even though you're going through rain, and all the stuff that we can give the example of the flower goes through. But it's going to open up. So I think that's the core that you take from Base Thomas. That I don't have to be, I'm not going to topple the government. <laughs> not little Reuven. I can, Maybe I can topple my own government, my own story. But do I feel like I have the Koyak to do it? Even if I have the, Even if I think I should do it, that means I don't really feel it's me.
1: And I think again going back to what I take from that, uh, I take from your base Thomas this year and what we were discussing before, which I'm is, not gonna
0: ask you if you remember what you took last year. <laughs> <laughs>
1: go good Thank you. It's hard to remember what I took on last week. but uh, but that again, you make the resolution to be an expression of your core or to hold on and not bend to the world around you and to just do the right thing. And as a result, you're going to be doing the right thing like you're saying, but we know that the result is also going to be that the world is going to change as a result of you.
0: I don't even know if it's about the right thing. On the other hand, I just wrote about it that the Rebbe has a letter I came across where he says success this guy came to the Rebbe and he said he tripled his bottom line. Whatever the context was, it wasn't financial. And the Rebbe writes back to him that success is not other than the ongoing struggle to do what's right.
1: Success is the ongoing struggle to do what is right.
0: Okay, so if you unpack that, the first Oh yeah, if you unpack that, the first thing you hear from that is success is not an outcome. Because it's an ongoing struggle. But the point is not that life sucks and it's a struggle. The point is success is that I'm here to express. That's the, to do what's right, but that's the, it, it, the struggle with the world and so on and so forth. So do what's right. Whatever your struggles are, comes from a basic core. And Otherwise, you're not going to go into... You know, the guy who boxes and loses the, 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 the bout at least walked into the ring, right? So he's successful, but he may not think so if he's looking at outcome. So, you know, and I ask again, and, and, and I think there's a malaise in in the general world of of, of today, and that is, we don't feel compelled. We want something to compel us. We want something to pick us up and get us animated. And you know what? Gimel Thomas shows you that we don't have that. Sorry to say it that way. Um, certainly not in the way I had it and experienced it. And great Hasidim who fought the Russian. Juggernaut of communism. Most of them have passed away, so we can't point our fingers to them. So life itself is telling you: you got to look inside and find your own being. And I am amazed that there's no agenda that people set up for themselves in that which they're spending ninety percent of their lifetime doing, which is the mitzvahs. There's no agenda. There's no. There's no. I'm just gonna go with the flow, you know. I don't think that's the Rebbe's um, marching music.
1: I don't mind going back. I don't, I don't mind. <laughs> um, I apologize for going backwards, but go back to what I was saying before about the manifestation aspect for the. You know, trying to game the system, trying to work the system, trying to create an outcome as a result, which is now very clear that I guess we're saying is not your core. How do you how do you mesh those things together where you will have desires for an outcome? And yet, you know, you obviously want to engage your core and express your core simultaneously,
0: Okay, so you're asking a, a normal human being wants to have an outcome. How do you mesh then? Why do you want to have an outcome? Because I'm lacking, I guess you could say. Well, without and, the outcome, well, right. So if it it's a financial outcome, that's obvious. But the other, the other uh, aspect would be if I accomplish A, B, and C, now I'm not lacking because I did it. Okay. Is that venerate or generate? It's venerate. Right.
1: Even though you're trying to generate an outcome, ironically. Right. But yes,
0: okay. What if, and this is what I think what the Rebbe means by the ongoing struggle to do what's right, is just like the Fidika Rebbe walk, sat down on that bench and said, I am me and I'm not going to give up who I am. You, If you say the same thing to yourself, you sit under your, for the men, sit under your talus on Shabbos morning for a minute, two minutes, what am I doing here, who am I, what do I want, not to become, I want to touch who I am, the thing that moves me to get up in the morning and work the entire day. I don't mean physical work or or office work. Work the day and then go to sleep at night and wake up again. I want to be moved. I want to be doing that in a way that everything is, I'm in training, just like uh, an athlete is training. I want to um, feel, not that something should make me feel. I want to open up the tap that is inside. And there is a tap. Okay.
1: Well, yeah, I guess I guess we're making an assumption that we know what that.
0: No, I'm not making assumption is. we know. I don't think most of us know. I don't even know. If, I don't know if I know, and I'm, I don't know if you know. So
1: I'm saying, well, what, what am I tapping into? What do, how do I know that I'm hitting my core?
0: With, oh, what when I'm, you hit your core, you're going to know
1: it. Uh, to tell me, tell okay. me what that is.
0: Well, if because for, I think I, I wait, think wait, for wait, wait, wait. <laughs> first, let's get it very clear. You don't have to yet know. I'm saying. Most of us have to be willing to start looking for it. Okay? One of the reasons why we are so confused about our core, meaning that we don't feel it, it's the kind of world we live in. Most of us think that we can multitask. Right? So I, I, I'm a, uh, guilty of this, if we can use that term. I could be in shul, dominating. I learned the mimer. I even thought about it before, before dominating and I'm learning the mimer. And at the same time, I have a question in my head and I'm looking up Google to find the answer or my WhatsApp. What's on my WhatsApp? I'm expecting a message at my on my email for my business, so I could literally be pulled by that. Okay, but that's like an, an already maybe uh, on the edge of absurd that I could be davening and doing that, and it's wrong and this and that. Okay, maybe it's maybe it's picking up a safer on the table while I'm davening. That oh look at that I never saw that title before. Oh they came out with a new gem article and you look at the guy the picture of the of the, of the person that they're interviewing while you're davening. Okay. We think that there's no loss. I'm talking about in brain power now and concentration because we can multitask because we're doing both. It feels like we're doing both at the same time. In reality, scientifically now, they've proven that, no, you're not doing both at the same time. You're switching. That the brain is physically switching from focus until very fast. So it feels like you're doing both at the same time. Okay, the downside of that is, is that when you switch back, you think you just switch back, that's right? No, it takes, when you do something today, and so I just heard this crazy number that the average office worker works on a project for three minutes, concentrates for three minutes, that's it, okay? Then they get distracted, and it takes the brain 23 minutes to get back in the same zone that they created in those three minutes. So it's not switching back a minute later from what you were doing it's literally takes you 20 minutes to get into the same zone so you just lost 20 minutes and you can imagine that multiplied all day long okay so does that sound like there's a core that's driving all of this obviously not so i will suggest i was thinking about actually just today i will suggest that if we're going to talk about yud base thomas And a driving core that we could take out of you based on, as I said, you know, what do I venerate or generate? Oh, I want to generate. But you know what? I'm so lost in the high-tech world of my cell phone, of distraction, of the minion, and so on and so forth, that my next step is I am going to spend, I'm going to set up my strategy, my toolkits to get out of that seduction of cell phone and everything else.
1: So I'm going to say to you that you're saying it. you're using the term distraction, which is obviously true, but I'm going to give it a different word to to add to it. It numbs also.
0: It numbs what?
1: It numbs the focus. Like Mm -hmm. you're using the distract. I'm saying they're both true, but I'm saying why am I using the word numb is because and I'm 100% guilty of this, whenever a difficult feeling or experience or idea comes up in my head about anything, but let's just pick one about self, self-worth, self you know, is, is a popular one for myself and I'm sure for a lot of people. You know, instead of engaging in that thought, you know, working through that, fighting through it, addressing it, figuring out a core, I numb it. I numb it by distracting myself with something else and jumping to something well, else. Well you're not
0: consciously numbing it, but yes, it gets your core gets covered over an ice. That's correct.
1: And and we actually and it's it's interesting because um, when Moish Feiglin was on the podcast a few uh, episodes ago, he said that we're all addicts because we all have the phones. And, you know, one of the things I said was is that a product of our generation, or are we all just addicts and now it just got to be brought up because a phone exists? And he said, let's not go there. The reason I was saying that is because I wonder a lot if our generation needs more numbing because our core isn't as revealed as was no, no, previously. No, no,
0: no. You're making it sound like we want to numb.
1: I think either subconsciously or consciously, a lot of us do. I mean, that's definitely the reason for drugs. It's definitely the the reason. Well, okay, but your phone is your drug. No, but there there, there
0: you're you're numbing your pain.
1: I'm saying, but you can numb a lot of different things, all being that you're numbing yourself from activating your core, either because you're afraid... Either because you don't feel like you're deserving, you don't feel like you're going to be able to accomplish, you don't feel X, Y, and i I'm
0: going to say that I think the average person doesn't even think that. The average person is just doing what they're doing, and they're so numbed that they're just doing what they're doing. And all I'm suggesting is is that that obviously is not what the Friediker Rebbe was able to accomplish. What he did, and never mind just the Friediker Rebbe and the Rebbe and the the, the 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 driving force behind the whole operation and history so you have to ask yourself i have to ask myself what and that's what i mean by compelling and generate not to venerate and i don't know what my core. Is. there's no definition to what my core is you know the sun doesn't ask itself am i a sun right so but it gives off heat because of what it is so and i know what it says that i am <laughs> i know enough uh, I could tell you, yes, you know, for pisha chanti Yisrael, etc., etc., etc. I want to feel it, okay? And the, but you can't feel it if you're immersed in the Mishagasin of this. Call it numbingness. So I would say maybe a very practical, real practical level. It's not highfalutin of taking away from youd-based Tamas, is work on the distractions. In order to get to your core, you have no idea what it is, work on the distractions. Catch yourself. And thoughts, by the way, are distractions.
1: Okay. And maybe I wasn't clear or you didn't get kind of where I was going with this. What I'm saying is not what you're – I'm saying different because what I'm saying is people do end up wanting the distraction, you're saying, take away the distraction. You're going to end up, you know, starting to discover what your core is. They and what want the distraction. You-
0: That's like saying, when I take that drug for the first time, I end up addicted to it. Of course they want the distraction.
1: So what I'm saying is, let's go deeper beyond the distraction and say, what am I trying to distract or numb myself from? Fine, fine. And, no, and no, I'm no, saying, no, 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 no. that's,
0: that, no. Okay, but unconsciously, because the person who's listening to this, it doesn't, unless he's an addict and is going to a 12-step program, doesn't think he is going out to know himself. He thinks he's living life, man.
1: <laughs> I, I, I don't know. You I, don't know? I, I, don't, I don't know if that's, that's not related. what you complain
0: to me about every time you have a Fabrega that's ridiculous in your synagogue?
1: <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. What? And the reason why I'm saying this is because I was trying to bring up a point before <laughs> I got distracted. Oh, I'm
0: sorry. (laughs) I am your distraction.
1: Just kidding. Just kidding. Um, But what I was trying to say before is why I was saying, is it a product of our generation or is it just a product of the cell phone that it created the addict? And why I think that's interesting is because previously, I think the external environment brought out your core more, and we'll qualify that for a minute. Whereas now, I think your core has to be generated internally to be brought out.
0: Okay, so I know where you're going with this. So that's the also part of the sto- Well, that's the veneration part of the story of the Friedlander Rebbe when it comes to the Hasidim yep. that they were willing to lay down their lives, which they were. And I don't know if I would have done that. Um, and they and they did in order for Yiddishkeit and and their wonderful, amazing people, but the Rebbe has a famous t- Atatetzava, where he so to speak wonders and says, how come when they come to America they don't have the same drive of Messias Nefesh? And how could this be? They should have been changed completely. So their, their core came out. Now in the Hasidic parlance, core means Yechidosh of Nefesh. Okay. So, yes. We, someone told me this that the in the 12-step program, <laughs> it's called the gift of desperation never heard that expression before i've heard the expression when you hit when you hit rock bottom and you get so sick that you're just going to i'm going to change or die right but the gift of desperation so russia to a certain degree in 1927 was a gift of desperation to force the core to come out and yes today we are distracted because we are not being forced to operate out of our core. I think that means what the Rebbe said, um, "Koyach Nisa. I say Ad Masai, and you just follow me. That's veneration. And it's difficult, because we could get by with doing very little today. You know, the headspace in the, in the if you think about it, the average, I, I'm, I don't know if this is safe to say, but the average Jew in the 16th, 17 1800s, when things were bad, which they were, by <laughs> and large, right? They were. They had poverty, they had Cossacks, they had grubs, Is they figured they deserved it. So they got to step up their game. Rambam writes this about, uh, we're coming to fast day. That's what a fast day is all about. Step up your game because you've been sinning. That's why you had this terrible thing happen to you. I don't know if people actually think that way or feel that way in general.
1: You're saying today? Or yeah, saying today, today, that- today. today, oh.
0: today. And therefore, that itself is not an outside force that's going to compel you. I'll tell you an interesting
1: observation uh, based off of that. Yeah, um, I, I heard this at Febrangin once. That that um, that the Rebbe was the <laughs> first leader. I don't know what you want to call it, but what one of the one of the hallmarks of what the Rebbe da- did in his letters, in particular, of people who wrote to him about issues that they were having, was that the Rebbe never said this answer that you deserve it. That it's a Tikkun, that it's, you know, it's something that uh, you just got to, you got to muscle through. You got to just deal with it because this is part and parcel of your, uh, of your talk in this world. That if somebody came to him with a, with an issue, again, I haven't read as many letters as this person did, so I'm I'm assuming that he's right. But when he said, when he looked through all of the letters many times, if not all the time, it was, this is what you should change. This is what you should do. This is how you should think in order to change the situation. He never let the situation define how the person was supposed to view himself. He made the situation a, uh, a lacking that the person had that needed correcting because his core wasn't being expressed. In, in different words,
0: obviously, he didn't use those words. Or to put it in the way we were saying before about the flagpole being a nice, or in the being a test, the event that's taking place is there to bring out your core. <laughs> it's not a test to see whether we like you or not, or whether God approves of you or not. On the contrary, he's giving you a way to bring out your essence, because your essence is connected to his essence, and isn't that what this is all about, bringing the essence down to this world? Right? But
1: somebody's going to say that that's always what a soy was. And the soin was always supposed no. to be bringing. it. the
0: Soyan, No, and the people didn't look at it that way. And the soin meant pass the test, then you'll get a reward.
1: Okay. Um, uh, That's your, one of
0: your favorite miners. Yeah, How do you say no, no, no. no. I, I
1: know, I know what you're saying. Uh, what I'm saying is, again, is that now a product of the Rebbe's outlook, change in reality experience or is that what is that what it always was and and that's why I'm saying well, you're, asking a, you're asking
0: question. you're asking a typical question you know now that the Valshnta comes along and, te- and teaches what he teaches does that mean that things changed or was it just what was always was but no one understood it that way you know um, when they discovered radio, discovered radio waves it doesn't mean they created it so Maybe we didn't have the avoid we didn't have the koyches easily at our fingertips, be able to fulfill certain things. So it wasn't taught that way. Uh, uh, it wasn't taught, so it wasn't our avoider, and so on and so forth. But it's apparent for those people who are parents. It's apparent that our kids are that way. They're looking to. They're lacking and feeling, there's no real reason why they're getting up in the morning every day. I hate to say it, but it seems to be, I mean, you do it. I'm not saying that they sit, well, some people sit on the couch and play with their games that they have. But, and you know the irony? The Rebbe said what it is. Is there anything more compelling than Mashiach? The question is, do you feel that that's your core?
1: Do you want Mashiach is, I mean, you said it before, but venerate or generate is is really what you're saying right now, which is when you when you look at Mashiach as a goal, like we talked about previously, but when you look at it as a goal that you're trying to get to, then the, the goal of Mashiach is a veneration, which is how it was always described up until the Rebbe said, differently.
0: Right, which, if anything, we can say the difference, and I know everyone can scream and yell about making differences between the Rebbes, but one of the main, a main difference of the avoidance that the Rebbe brought forth was dirba mm-hmm. bring Mashiach, which was Iker was dirba and dirba is, is generate, is not looking for something on the outside. It's working with what's right in front of you and bringing God right into it because it's there already. And that's how the Rebbe could say in 1951, we're going to bring Mashiach, and we're the to generate Mashiach, even though, as I said, five years before, they were walking out of Auschwitz.
1: I mean, here's a provocative question, Ruben. Um, was it possible to generate, like, in the past... Or was was you, was it necessary to do as much as you can in the veneration side of things and you pretty much hoped to get to a place eventually of generate which is what we're saying now is this generation or was it always the option to generate?
0: Well, for sure some people did. Right? You have um, Tzadikim who never had the Khulban. Um, but as a generalization, I think that it took uh, basically the caliber of Rebbe that we were blessed with to bring out the Avodah of self and the power of the self and drop the victimhood. And victimhood includes veneration. I'm a vic- how, how so? That's, because that's because because if the, you said before, olam um, haba is veneration. I'm a victim. If you really unpack the story, <laughs> I call it a story, but if you unpack the paradigm of being in this world in order to get olam haba to get a reward, you're saying basically that this world, excuse the expression, sucks. We have to go through it. We have to fight the of We have to go through all the trials and tribulations and tests, because we're big on the Nisiotas, and we will get the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. That's weakness. Oh yeah, it took you strength to be able to... Right, I get that. But it's still... I am a means to an end. And my life is a means to an end. And the Rebbe, of course, it's based on from beforehand, but the Rebbe accentuates you're not a means to the end. You're the end. And the beginning. So go generate. A Street for Brain, a production of CogbudLife.tv and Studio 262.